What's up, y'all? This is Thomas Mack on the That's Exciting podcast. And uh, Tyler and Jake stepped out. They're a bunch of bums anyway, but I'm taking control of this podcast, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling. Because we got the shine of a southern moon and a king's house truck bed fit for two. So, baby, if you say that you got me, that's all we need. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's actually Jake and I just came back. We walked back in the room, and Thomas was kind of just messing with our stuff. But he recorded an intro, and it was actually pretty good. So welcome back to That's Exciting Podcast. As you guys know already, we got Thomas Mack here. What's up, man? Hey, yo. What's going on, brother? <laughs> not much, man. How was the drive out here? I mean, well, you're from Nashville. Right. Like, or not from Nashville. You live here now. Yeah, I live near Bellevue, and it was... Uh, I just hate driving in this town. Yeah. It was worth it to see your guys' faces. Aw. I really appreciate I that. I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is a sweetheart, as you guys can yeah. tell. Oh, stop it. <laughs> But, uh, all right, so where are you originally from? I grew up in Dayton, Ohio. Okay, Daytona 500 just happened. Are you guys pretty excited about that? It's not quite the same thing there, buddy. Is I it, don't know. Isn't it originate in Dayton? Uh, oh, here, now all my you fans. You say Daytona? Yeah, the Daytona 500 I I, originated like, in Dayton, Ohio, didn't it? I think it might have been in Daytona. Daytona Beach, <laughs> maybe? <laughs> Dude. Oh, at least I'm not the one who looks dumb. You, you threw me for a loop. I was like, am I wrong? He's like, oh, crap. Is he like trying to... No, straight up, I don't watch NASCAR, as you're going to tell. I don't either. I think so I watched two laps. They very the well could have started a date, and I wouldn't have been able to tell you. Whatever. They did not. All right. All right. Let's, uh, we'll cut that. We'll edit that out in post. But, uh, cut that out. All right. So let's talk about like you growing up and stuff. Did you grow up like in, you know... Because you sing country music, obviously. Right. Did you grow up like in that atmosphere of like, you know, a country home and stuff like that? Yeah, well, the country music thing kind of began. I remember so on iTunes, my older brother and my older sister they download a bunch of songs, and then I would just kind of listen to whatever dribbled down, right. whatever they downloaded. Right. But one day, I, I for some reason there was two Johnny Cash songs on our iTunes. Legend. It was, it was Ring of Fire and Walk the Line, the two cliche ones everyone knows. Okay. But I heard those songs. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not supposed to be listening to all this stuff like my older brother. Like I, I was yeah. I suddenly realized I was in hardcore to country music and the classic yeah. stuff. And right after I heard that, I started looking into Johnny Cash and I heard the song Man in Black. Oh. That yeah. song right there yeah. is the reason I got into songwriting. Really? When I heard that song, I was like, wow, that made me feel something. And I want to create something that makes other people feel the way I felt when I heard that song. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. When did you know you could sing? Were you, uh, you like, uh, you know, just buttery voice as an eight year old on the <laughs> playground and all the girls came running. Walking. The, well, the girls came running <laughs> either way. I didn't have, you know, I think, <laughs> so I guess I, I got a chord book when I was young. It was, and again, Johnny Cash, it was a Johnny Cash chord book. It had like six songs in it. And so I would learn the chords, and then I tried to sing them, and I would kind of show my mom and dad. There was they were going to tell me I was good no matter what, you know. At that age, I think I was like twelve. They're or like, 13. good job, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I know for like I go back and listen to when I was singing at that age, it was terrible. Yeah. So I could not right. thank God for them uh, supporting me even when I, I clearly. I mean, I could hold a note, but it wasn't anything special. But <laughs> they convinced me that I was good. And then I played my first show when I was 14 at a small place called the Lebanon Opry House in Ohio. And it was the first time I was in front of people and singing. 
Yeah. With, with the full band and everything, I sang Folsom Prison Blues. Ooh. Yeah. That's what a, great a song. One. Yeah, that's right. I know what a first You had great and taste as a kid. Thank you. I know. Honestly, I've always had an old soul ever since <laughs> I was young, and I don't know what, what drew me to that, but I, I'm happy I was drawn to it. Yeah. But uh, I remember playing that song, and I was kind of like a superstar that night because it was a country show. They had this young 14-year-old at the show, and I was talking to everybody. They were yeah. like I was. They were all my fans suddenly after yeah. that, and that's when the passion started. I, I knew yeah. it. It's like that song, I keep picking up what I can't put down. I yeah. knew I wasn't going to be able to put that down. Yeah, so how, how did that feel? Like, you know, 14-year-old, like, because you all obviously have the personality that you're just going to talk to people and be right. involved in their lives yeah. and stuff, but... How, how did that feel as a 14-year-old? Get You're like, all right, I'm going to go sing for the first time. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, it was awful. Oh, my gosh. I remember being just terrified. I get this thing when I get nervous. My hands get really cold. And uh, I, I was shaking people's hands. They're like, why are your hands so cold? That's how I, I get. Like, oh, do your hands get cold? Straight, Isn't that weird? Up. Yeah, it's, What's I that about? It. Yeah, I remember I was just like shaking uh, backstage. But then I got up there and all of it went away when I started singing. And nice. I... I, I always kind of after that I still was I struggled with having a little stage fright, but right I know I don't get that anymore just because I've done it so many times. Because you're perfect. I'm pretty perfect. Yeah, I'm pretty near. <laughs> uh, so when, when you when you first started singing, did you start singing country right away? Like you said, you were singing. I mean, Cash and stuff, which yeah. legend, obviously. But did you ever think about you know maybe maybe I'll venture into another genre or, or check out some something else to sing? Never once. I never thought about doing a different genre. Really? I don't know. I think it was because of my passion for every aspect of classic country, the storytelling. And right. um, I just I just never got that from any other genre. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I think, I mean, I grew up on, on a ranch. We talked about this in previous episodes, but I grew up, my dad and brother are team ropers. My mom was a barrel racer. I grew up, you yeah, know, man. in that setting. And so, I mean, listen, George Strait, I went and saw, I know you're George huge, is the king, man. Yeah, I know you're a huge Strait fan. I saw him in Vegas just this past year, which obviously amazing. His, that's kind of all he's doing these days, the Vegas show. Yeah, he has a big Vegas show um, out there. Yeah. Dude, it was, it was insane. And then Ashley McBride opened up for him, oh, which is yeah, another great. unreal singer. So, yeah, I grew up just listening to the country and stuff. But I, can't, I can't sing to save my life. Right. Uh, I can't, I, if, if I'm singing and the music's loud enough, I sound great. Sing a little something for the folks there, Hell baby. no. <laughs> I'll just play your music in the mic loud as possible, and then I'll sing, like, back here. Yeah, way yeah. back. They're like, oh, he sounds good. We'll do a solo so Tyler's, no one can hear him. Tyler's more of the fearless Snapchat singer. Oh, yeah. Where he'll post, oh, yeah. you know, himself driving or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You post some of those, right? I mean, oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. You can have me on Snap. You're I, gonna have to give me your Snap. This absolutely, is I have to see. Absolutely, because like when music's playing, because I'll sing like Luke Combs and post it on my story. Because I don't care yeah. personally. I don't care what people think. I think that's why we have a podcast. It's <laughs> a great way to live. Stop worrying yeah, about but, people. So that's cool, man. Because I know. I mean, we we're talking to Jack and everything to bring up. I know you're not friends with Jack. Jack Singleton. <laughs> My gosh. Gave him a plug that was unneeded. But <laughs> That's why he has all those followers? Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> we know he's talented. But, um, yeah, because he, I mean, he, he released some songs where he's seen other genres, like country versions. Have you ever right. done that? Re uh, released any non-country songs? Yeah, but, like, they were, like, country versions of, like, pop songs or anything like that? I don't think I have. Uh, pop I, goes country. I've probably yeah. played... My fair share of 
uh, songs like that when I started out and I was a jukebox at local bars and I right. had to do that because the, the drunk young girls wanted to hear Backstreet Boys and I'd pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He's up there with like a full boy band <laughs> singing country. I just get done singing Rocky Top and then I'm going, you are my fire. <laughs> oh, bringing tears oh, yeah. to people's eyes. I actually am crying right now. No one can see it. But sweet man. So... Growing up, I mean, we, we talked about a little bit, like, you're the artist you love, Johnny Cash, George yeah. Strait, but uh, what are, like, the biggest musical inspiration when it comes to writing and chasing that passion? When it comes to writing, um, today, writers-wise, I really, really love Brad and Brett Warren, the Warren brothers. They're phenomenal writers. Craig Wiseman, he's a great writer. I love uh, Brad Paisley's way of writing. I yeah. love to write quirky songs. I do it a lot. Cheers to beer. Cheers to beer. It's quirky. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit of a quirky song. Let, uh, I wrote that song in high school. Oh, yeah, let's that's hear about a, that, this. By the a, way, this is on uh, uh, your newest album, yeah, right? Yeah, Cheers to Beer is off the new record. Yeah. And um, I was, I think I was 17 when I wrote that song. I was sitting in music theory class, and I, the lyrics were kind of coming to me. And uh, I had all the lyrics written down on, on my desk. And I had to, but I had to use the restroom. So I was like, can I use the restroom? You know, when you have to use the restroom, you ask if you can use the restroom. Yeah. May and, I? Uh, and then he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. So I went to the restroom and when I came back, he, my music theory teacher said, hey man, I saw the beer song on your desk. I'm not telling anybody because it's pretty good. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, that's great. But I so I wrote that. that in high school, man. And yeah. now it's, it's honestly my most requested song of mine at shows. Really? Mm -hmm. I think, because I was listening to it, I was driving back from Florida recently, and I was listening to the whole album on the way back, and listening to that song, I was like, man, I could hear this in like a bar, everyone's yeah. drunk, just dancing and stuff. I love it, that's great. Yeah, yeah dude. Honestly, everyone go check out this album. It's called About Last Night. But, um... Yeah. Okay, so I'm curious, um, I mean, what got you into TikTok? I, I, I really don't like TikTok, personally. It's an interesting platform. It's very interesting. Um, so... I started growing a fan base on Facebook. I started really? with that. I figured that out. In fact, um, I had a song that I wrote on the new record. I just did an acoustic version of it about two years ago, and I posted it, and it got like six million views on Facebook. Wow. So Dang. I suddenly started getting a fan base on Facebook, but I realized there's the fans on Facebook are a bit... They're from an older generation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like on Facebook, they don't necessarily follow you like TikTok. Yeah. It's, Facebook, it's, they it's, might just cross it on their feed. Right. And then that's it. That's right. like that one impression. So, yeah. So like from that, my following <clears throat> jumped from like 3,000 to 50,000 on Facebook. I got like wow. 50,000 followers on Facebook on my page. But I was like, okay, that is an older generation. And it showed in my shows. There was, which was honestly great for me because... That's the generation that buys records. And That's I was a generation that listens to country music. Exactly. Right? And I was, I was selling a good amount of records at shows, and I still am because that, that following still follows me. But I was, I was always trying to figure out how I could get a hold of the younger generation. Right. So I, you know, I was yeah. trying to do Instagram, <clears throat> but Instagram's its own animal too. It's an interesting yeah. thing. It's hard to get headway on Instagram. And then somebody told me about this app called TikTok. So I, I'm like, <laughs> all right, let me just check it out. And uh, I did the same approach that I was doing on Instagram on my TikTok, and nothing was happening. Yeah. So I was like, oh. What, what was this. like that approach? It was just saying, here's a new song. Tell me if you like it. And then it was just 
a song I wrote, just me singing it. Yeah. And so, you know, that wasn't really working, but one day, uh, I started studying and, and like watching TikToks and saying, oh, this, this has one million likes. It's, it's just yeah. stupid. Which yeah. is crazy. I, I mean, I always say, the reason I like TikTok, you can post whatever you want yeah. on TikTok. Someone's going to like it and someone's going to see exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. That's the yeah. cool thing about it. Yeah. That, it, it's, and it just gets it out to so many people that it, you're bound to have some people to like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, when it's out in front of so many people. But so I, I was watching videos and I realized that it was just, you know, funnier stuff that was doing well on there. So I was like, yeah. okay, screw it. Let me try to do this. I created this um, false narrative that I had an ex-girlfriend who was <laughs> the worst or something. Yeah. And I was like... Uh, Here's a song about my ex-girlfriend. This goes to Rachel, you dumb... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to name names or anything, but... It was Rachel. But she, I, I posted it, and I got like 6 million views on that on TikTok. So I was oh. like, oh my gosh, I think I've figured it out. Yeah. And, and it was honestly great, because I was always writing songs like that. Funny songs, quirky songs. I just didn't have anywhere to put them. It was like the Bo Burnham of country. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about all that. Maybe, but I get I get uh, compared to Rodney Car- Carrington. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, but Rodney, I'm not. I'm not. Cool. I'm a, you know, Rodney Carrington. Is? No idea. He's a country comedian. He's funny. Who sings as well? He literally the vocal. Wow. He's got a good voice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't know who you were talking about when you said his name. Bo Burt, what's his name? Bo, Bo Burnham. Burnham, yeah. I know who it is now. I just yeah, remember he, his face. He, he's like, he's, he's just like comedy. Rodney Carrington. Right, right, right. Comedian, but right. makes songs about yeah. stories. So yeah, stuff. I, I kind of like that. Yeah. But I but I, oh, I walk a very um, th- thin line with making sure that I don't do too much comedy because mm-hmm. I want to be taken as a serious artist. Right. So I kind of go back and forth and try to keep a good balance. Yeah, because... Oh yeah, because you you have this song that I saw. You sang with this girl, and it was like "Dirty Minds." Yeah, yeah, that's a funny story too. That's Alexandra K. I who is a friend of mine. She's phenomenal. She's a phenomenal artist. Right. And we we write together often, and and we we like to make TikTok videos every once in a while. But I came to her. I said, I I wrote this. You you wrote sure. that. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that. Wow. I, I said I, I I've written this. <laughs> you got to check this out. I said I've written this perfect song for tiktok it will go viral on tiktok absolutely and i played it for her and she said that is the dumbest song i've ever heard have you ever have you ever seen walk hard the do a talk story (laughs) i get that all the time it's like it's like a parody of johnny cash basically walk the line yeah and they they sing this song and it's like let's do it yeah but it's like let's do it it's like a sexual innuendo song yeah and they're making all these like sexual terms but it's like about duetting a song Hmm. It's so it's very similar. Oh, to it like, is a lot like, like that. that, and I've gotten that comparison a lot. I like yeah. that, and it's but I net but I'm always it's 100 percent um, in the minds of everyone else because I I go right back after everything and I say what I'm really talking about. But um, I I always heard when you're when you're telling a joke, just tell the people what the joke is. Don't make them think about it. So yeah. right there on the caption is this is to prove you all have dirty minds. And, but anyway, I wrote the song. I said you you gotta you gotta sing this with me. It is, it is gonna, it's, it's fire. And she said, I'm not, I'm not doing this. This is so dumb. I'm not going to record this. I said, please just trust me. And I promise you it'll do good. And she said, fine. I twisted her arm. She did it. And it's got like 3 million views now. Yeah. It's hilarious. I mean, she, you know what? I gotta listen to that. Yeah, I might pull you it up right now. Pull it up now. How far and, back uh, is it on your page? Do you remember? It's maybe like eight videos down or something. Right. It's not that far. Let me pull out. 
the 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 famous Thomas Mack on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm also gonna say how many followers you have right now. Eight hundred and forty-five point nine thousand and growing, which is weird. And growing nine point two million likes. It's insane. So you me. and I are about the same. <laughs> we're the same guy. <laughs> yeah. So is a video with her? Let's yeah, see. yeah, she should be in it. This duo can't get enough. This is another one. That's that was just a cover. Yeah, that's it's a little one. farther down. No, I don't even follow you on proof Insta. that you all have dirty minds. All right, yeah, there it is. That's what she said when she saw my new truck wouldn't fit in our garage. <laughs> You're doing it too rough. You're just no good at this kind of stuff. That's what she said last time I tried to give her a massage. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I like that. that a lot. How dumb oh. is that to have such it a. Was- Oh, Big, uh, this got so many likes. <laughs> I think I think that's the first video I ever noticed you on oh, yeah? TikTok. Yeah, because I mean it's a for you page, so like, right? Just scrolling through it, everyone I don't follow is on there, and don't worry, I follow you now. So uh, yeah, but I saw that and I was like, I think I was sitting right there, and I was like crying, laughing, and I was like, <laughs> dude, this is perfect. And I thought of like Walk Hard, which is yeah. So many people have reached out and said the same thing. That's funny. Oh, sweet, but um. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll start to get a little bit more serious about your career right now. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I asked Jack this when he was here. and uh, Jack Singleton for the folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll edit that out. Not, <laughs> yeah. Can we blur that? Or? We'll blur it. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your plan B, man? Here is my opinion on a plan B. And I, I brought up the Warren brothers, Brad and Brett Warren. They um, When I first moved to town, somehow we got... Well, I take that back. I hadn't moved to town yet, but somehow I got under the same booking agent as Brad and Brett Warren, <clears throat> renowned songwriting duo in Nashville. They wrote Red Solo Cup, for example. Yeah. Wow. And they've written okay. several other hit songs. But um, w- they were willing enough to take me to breakfast and uh, talk to me about music. And I was still deciding whether I was going to go to college and get a plan B locked right. in or right. if I was just going to move to town. And they they put it to me this way. If you have a safety net under you when you're walking a tightrope, you might fall off a little bit easier. If there's no safety net, you're going to walk a lot straighter. But at the same time, they, they're dads, and they said, you know, we understand how important college is, but I've always had the approaches, if I love this enough, this is what I'm going to do, right. no matter what. And um, I don't want to be in a situation where I have a plan B, and I just go, oh, time's got tough, and I'm going to fall back on it. Yeah, And... Um, God has been good enough to me where I can make a good living doing this right now. And uh, I haven't had a plan B, and I will never have a plan B. Good for you. I love that, honestly. Um, Because, I mean, I have the same, you know, mindset when it comes to it. Right. And I've heard that a lot of times, like that same analogy. If you have that safety net under you, you're always going to be thinking about plan B rather than... I think it's very true, yeah. Yeah, and I mean... Especially chasing a career in any type of music industry or acting, whatever it is... Right. you're always going to struggle. You know what's interesting? No, well, you know when a, somebody says, uh, "Oh, I'm going to go be a doctor." Yeah, yeah. And they're going to college to be a doctor. Nobody's like, "Oh, what's your plan B?" Yeah, it's always just the entertainment business. Which okay, you yeah. know, there's a lot of doctors that are trying. There are a lot of aspiring doctors that want to be doctors. Yeah, nobody asks a doctor. 
Yeah, or a mathematician a lot of or something, like, you know? Being an actor is as realistic. I like, being I a, like that perspective. You know, yeah. so I think I'm actually going to put my two-week in, and Tyler and I are just going to go full-time on the <laughs> Come podcast. Come on, man, no. dude. <laughs> I love, by the way, this is yeah. one of my favorite podcasts that I've listened to. Wow. I want to say that on That the means air. a lot, seriously. Yeah, man. Um, again, we, I mean, we said in the first episode, we're kind of just doing this for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, five years down the road, we can look back and see you know, who we've met or what, right. what was popular at the time or what our mindsets were, you know, when we were younger in our early 20s. <clears throat> it's it's never for like, oh, man, I hope we can be rich and famous one day off of this. Right. Um, obviously, if that comes, we'll, we won't deny it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. But, uh, yeah, dude, we, seriously, that means a lot. <clears throat> Absolutely. That from someone super, super famous. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, so let, let's talk about this. I saw I saw on your Instagram recently, like three posts ago, you were with Reba. Oh, Reba, yeah. How was Re- that? What what happened there? Well, so that brings me back to um, a story I was telling before on Facebook when I first started doing that. The song that I wrote and put out on Facebook that went viral was a song called "God Why," which, which is on the which is on the new record. Great album. Yes, that's on the on the yeah. very. I think it might go uh, platinum. I don't. Yeah, know. Well, <laughs> triple no, triple go. platinum. We'll, yeah, maybe. Can we get day. a copy of the plaque and we'll hang it in our oh, apartment? Dude, you'll be the first one to get it. Sick. I'll send it right yeah. to your place. <laughs> but I put that song out, and I remember being on vacation in Florida, and uh, I, the song was picking up steam, and it was the first time I had a viral video. So I was all these people started messaging me and stuff, and. Um, I got a call in Florida from somebody who said, uh, I'm Alice McIntyre. I'm Reba's sister. And I said, oh, and I am Johnny Cash's uncle. Yeah, I didn't believe what she was yeah. saying. But <laughs> it turned out it was, it was Alice McIntyre. And she said, I listened to your song on Facebook. And uh, Reba listened to your song on Facebook. And we, we really liked the song. And this was about two years ago. Yeah. And we, we tried to set up a time for me to meet Reba when she was in my hometown so we could talk about it. And we were just both very busy. It, it was a yeah. busy time for me, and she's just kind of always busy. Yeah. <laughs> Reba's. Yeah. And uh, so finally, I think it was like a month ago, I was able to fly out to Oklahoma. Once you had a show there, we got meet and greet passes and – I got to talk to Reba for a little bit about that. Wow, it was awesome. Another, nice. like honestly, another legend. Yeah. So oh yeah, she is. I'd say she's the queen. George is the king. Reba's yeah. the queen. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can call her right now and then just have <laughs> her fly out, she's gonna be on the next uh, yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Be wild. I would cry. I'd be sitting here just shaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, hey, we all would I be. saw you live when I was ten <laughs> in San Antonio. She'd be like, yeah. I remember you. you remember. <laughs> She's honestly so sweet, she'd probably say that. I love that. And then another thing, another post on your Instagram, Lee Bryce. Yeah, Lee's Lee's really cool. Who sings Hard to Love. Oh, uh, yeah. For a great song. But And then during one of his songs, he said, Thomas Mack has got something up his sleeve. That was cool, yeah. That was really, really surreal for me because um, I've opened for some big dogs in the past, but Lee's a down-to-earth guy. For him to take the time to shout out his opener. I think that's an important thing, and if yeah. I, I say it all the time. If I'm ever blessed to be in that position, I will always do that. Yeah. But when I was backstage talking to the other opener, we were chatting it up, and I just heard that out of the blue. I was like, my gosh, my nipples were so hard they could cut through diamonds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, this is awesome. And it was sweet, yeah. And, and I got to chat with Lee, and Lee's a really, really good dude, and he's a, he's yeah. a great writer too. He, he really grinds 
when yeah. it comes to songwriting as well. Love that. Who's who's like? I mean, there's obviously Reba and Lee are two already at the top of the list. But is there anyone else that you met? You were like, oh, uh, it was cool to meet Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence. Okay. Um, Sawyer Brown. Uh, but it was funny when I when I met Tracy. <clears throat> I don't think he's going to hear this, so I don't think it's, it's going to be a big deal. All right, her story. I don't know. Maybe, he, maybe he's your number one listener. I have no idea. Tracy Lawrence, I, I, I was opening for him, and um, I was just really excited because, I mean, I grew up on Tracy Lawrence. And yeah. so I just got done with my set, and I was in the walkway for him. He had to pass me to get onto the stage from you his You did bus. that on purpose? Yeah, I, I planned that. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was standing there. He was walking by, and you know he was kind of waving, but nobody would say anything to him. But I was like, I just opened for him. I'm going to talk to him. And I was like, I just opened for you. And he, was, uh, he stopped, and he came over to me, and he said, uh, did you have fun? And I said, yeah. And he said, have I met you before? And I said, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. And he said... I've been drunk since we got here, boy. <laughs> That's when I met Tracy Lawrence, and he's been my favorite ever since. I love that. All right, so let, let's talk about the album. Uh, the record is titled About Last Night. That's right. Came out, So it came out all on Spotify. It just says 2019. What was the release date for that? Do you Man, I don't remember. I think it was in April. Um, no, it wasn't. It was June 1st. That was okay. the release date. It came out June 1st, and we had a big release party in my hometown, and it was awesome. And it's been uh, it's been doing really well. I'm I'm really happy with how it turned out. Jeff Bates, the great Jeff Bates, produced it, and um, one of the songs on that record, "Chevy Don't Let Me Down." If you haven't listened to it, I think you guys have. like that. You like that song? Yeah, oh, dude. That's the one song that I did not write on the um, on the record. The rest are originals. The rest I wrote. Yeah, great, nice. That's impressive. Seriously, because I, I can't write either. Yeah. I'm not musically inclined in any okay. sense. That's why I do a podcast. <laughs> you got but, a pretty uh, face. You don't have to write anything. Yeah, we oh. got to start recording this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My heart is fluttering. <laughs> <laughs> but um, is, there, is there a specific song on the album that you're just like, that is my favorite? That's my favorite song. I'm emotionally attached to God Why because of how many doors it opened for me. The, the record wouldn't have been produced and funded if not for that song. Yeah. And, um, I, get, I suppose the other one, which I'm really, really proud of writing, is a song called Drunk. It's, okay. a, it's, a, it's a ballad. It's a drinking and cheating song, so it is the epitome of country music. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I'm really proud of that song. Yeah, love that. What was the process? I mean, obviously you wrote every song. How yeah. long did that take to write those songs? Well, so I, a lot of times you hear somebody's writing for a record. I, that wasn't the case for this. I, when I moved to town... Mm-hmm. This is another funny story about Brad and Brett. Brad and Brett, the guys that convinced me to move to town. I told you the story. And um, Brad's a great dude. And he would, um, he was like a mentor to me when I first moved to town. Yeah. And uh, there was this one time we went out to breakfast, and I had four songs that I, I mean, this was just like three months after I moved to town, and I had these four songs written. I made demos of them. I was so excited. I was like, these are hit songs. These are going to make me huge. And, uh, and I knew Brad, he, he knows a hit song when he hears one. <clears throat> so I was like, all right, I'll show them to Brad. Maybe he can get them cut and pitched for me, help me out. And, uh, I remember sitting in his, in his nice car because the songwriting business has been good to him. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we were sitting there and we, he put in the CD and he sat, we both sat there. He listened to all of them. And I remember him going, just turning to me going, None of these songs are good enough to get cut. And it broke my heart. I was <laughs> devastated. But after that, and I thank him for that, after that, I spent every day I had writing. I wrote and wrote and wrote. Yeah. Because it 
set off a fire inside of me. I was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out then. If those weren't good, let me do it the right way. And so there was a two-year span where I was just writing yeah. as much as I could. And then God, why, blew up. It gave me a bunch of opportunities. And I was in a situation where I was having to pick songs for a new record. And I had a lot. Yeah, I had a lot of songs. In fact, the only song on there that hadn't been written in that two-year span that was written, I think, the week of the process of picking the songs was Every Step. Yep. That song I wrote in that week, and it was everybody who was working on the project thought it was so good that we just had to put it on there, and I'm super happy that we put it on there because I think it's a great song. But, yeah, man. It's great. All right, so we're going to transition kind of the ending here, but... uh, um. Aside from like a plan B, I mean, expand on your, what you can expand on anyway, like future goals, uh, yeah. maybe your plans. I mean, what you're working on now, what can you tell us? Right now, there's, there's a lot of cool things happening in my career right now. There's just a lot that I'm not allowed to talk about quite yet. Perfect. But, so we'll end the episode. Th- no, I'm just what's saying. that? We'll just end the episode. Right there. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be the cliffhanger of the century. <laughs> but um, so there's just I would advise to just keep following all my social media platforms. There's going to be big news coming. I would imagine that there's going to be new music coming in 2020 for sure. But um, the goal is to make Thomas Mack the biggest country singer in this town. Yes, sir. And I'm not, gonna, not just this town, baby. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going worldwide. We're going worldwide. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Expect yeah, a world go. tour next uh, year, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so, awesome. So let's uh, plug real quick your, all your socials. So TikTok, what is it? On TikTok, it's Thomas Mack Music. Okay. On Instagram, it's Thomas Mack Music. On Facebook, I think it's Thomas Mack Country. And my website, where you can see my tour dates is www.thomasmackcountry.com. Okay, and that's Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S. That's right. M-A-C. M-A-C. Music, mm-hmm. country, yep. all that. I didn't even follow you on Insta until about 10 minutes ago. <sighs> How do I get out of here? Where's yeah, the yeah. <laughs> we only got one exit unless you want to jump out the window. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, you see that right there. Follow now. Follow you on, yeah. on Spotify. There you go. Spotify. There you yeah. go. <laughs> so absolutely, go check out Thomas Mack. We wanted to get him on the podcast because when he gets big, we'll be front row backstage. Baby. Oh, absolutely, man. <laughs> sure. but, um, You're going to be playing cowbell on my band. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it needs more cowbell. <laughs> but, <laughs> I got a fever. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, we want to. We just want to thank you so much for taking time to come out here. Um, when I messaged you on Instagram, you responded so quick, and I was like, like a schoolgirl, I got so giddy. <laughs> Tyler, he texted me uh, again, like, "Yo, you're not gonna believe who I got on, coming on the show." He said your name. I don't, I don't know you, but like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, naturally, yeah. I looked into it a little bit. It's like I don't know how Tyler has this just Goldfinger magic touch to <laughs> yeah, like, man, get people on. But he hooked me. <laughs> I, I I just saw this thing like on it was like a video. It's like. Whatever you want to do, reach out to people that are successful in that area. Yeah. And and get them to help you, basically. That's super smart. Keep doing that because yeah. anybody who's making their way in this industry, the entertainment industry at all, yeah, they, like me, they all read their DMs because so many big people have reached out to me through DMs. Bobby Bones. Wow. He slid into my DMs because <laughs> yeah. he wanted to write with me. And so if I wasn't so reading sick. those, I wouldn't have saw that. 
Yeah. It's overlooked. DM everyone. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, I've messaged people everywhere from like David Dobrik to yeah. Cody Co to everyone. Obviously, I haven't heard back from them yet. Baby steps. Yeah, baby, <laughs> yeah, yeah. baby steps. <laughs> but, um, dude, again, thank you so much. Go check out Thomas Mack on literally every platform. Check him out on Spotify. Album called About Last Night. Dude, thanks so much. Oh, man, awesome. thank you. And everybody keep tuning into That's Exciting. It's an yes, awesome sir. podcast. Yes, sir. Let's get Thomas Mack to one million. On, on yeah, TikTok. let's make it happen, y'all. Get him there. <laughs> I love y'all. Thank you guys so much. See ya. No, I don't know this song, but I love seeing you singing along like I'm on the coast with an ocean view. Picture that beauty, but times two. So baby, let's drift away. What do you say we fall apart? What do you say we go a little too far? And I put you on my everyday routine.